0: Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform.
1: We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market. Today is Monday, December 12th. My name is Pete. I'm joined by my co-host and great friend, Jared. How are you doing today, Jared?
1: i am doing well unfortunately the other three in my family have all come down with the sickness that's taken over uh the states right now so i am still alive and well
0: the other three so that means it's crossed over to adults you may be next unfortunately
1: no 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 I'm, i'm pumping vitamin c like it's going out of style
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, for everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is our weekly episode. We try to cover all of the gen art news, everything that you need to collect. These are audio only episodes, but we'll have it up on YouTube. You can follow along there. We'll have a tweet thread and make sure to sign up for our newsletter because we have some stories that are exclusive there. You can find all of that at collectors underscore XYZ or Twitter or also youtube.com slash at collectors underscore XYZ. So Let's go ahead, jump right in. Start with the macro. It has been, it's a big week for the macro, Jared. We have inflation numbers coming out from the U.S. for November. We have the U.S. Federal Reserve deciding how much they wanna increase rate hikes. I think the consensus about half a basis point, uh, somewhere in that range. And there's a bunch of other economic data coming out that could impact the price of Bitcoin, Bitcoin Ethereum and therefore generative art. Seems to me like people are being a little bit cautious. Curious to hear what your take is on what you're hearing in the market and what you're seeing broadly in terms of the macro.
1: Still being cautious myself. I think a couple traders that I've been talking to have felt the same way. Um, Really trying to, I I think I'd used a data point with you last time about the duration for market correction after the fallout from Celsius and a few others. So I think we're approaching that duration uh and you know the the fallout from ftx paired with the the news uh this week i think could present some interesting uh movement opportunities so i I still have most of my stuff on the sideline in usdc
0: yeah same still being cautious maybe a few purchases there's a lot of interesting stuff happening on fx hash at a lower price point so that could be the play. Still great art coming out. And I guess the other thing is people are, are buying grails. So we'll, we'll get to that in, uh, in a second there. But let's over, head over to our friends at nftpricefloor.com where we take a look at blue chip gen art. We've curated a selection here. And in the past seven days, we've seen uh, actually quite a bit of volume with uh, Factura. And the, so far, 26 sales in the last seven days there. And then secondly, we have screens with 19 sales and Mind the Gap by Mount Vitruvius with 19 sales. In terms of floor price, seven-day changes here. The top one here, and uh, I'm sorry, it's taking me a second because some of this data. It looks uh, a, a tiny bit off, but uh, bent by ipsketch is up 34%, mind the gap up 22% and synapses and artblocks curated is up 36% and i was i was looking at some of this research yesterday jared and the numbers have changed a bit but i know screens was up quite a bit as well as well as a, a few others that's some of the numbers there on the ethereum blue chip gen art side anything that you are feeling sentiment wise or qualitatively that you'd like to add jared
1: just the anticyclones, the that huge sale boosted up the overall volume, but it's super, super thin floor uh, there and it's looking like there's a potential to run.
0: That's right. And we'll we'll cover that uh, in a little bit in some of our gen art news. Uh, but that's right. There the, the, anticyclones will be talked about a lot today, both between the sale and our feelings on the, the floor there. FX hash. You wanna talk through that?
1: Go ahead. And, I mean, uh, it's been about a week and a half since the last recording, and FX Hash is on an absolute terror. There's obviously, full disclosure, a uh, project that we both own called Artifice at the top of the seven day chart. Um, beautiful project. Um, and seeing a little bit of action in Dragons also since the release of our podcast and the one year anniversary of release. So. Overall, uh, you know, and then there, the other big thing driving this is the huge RGB uh, token number one sale for 30,000 Tes. You know, so overall, I think that there's a good balance between new projects and getting some invigorated and, um, and old projects kind of always seeming to be that anchor.
0: Right. And there's some attention coming on a few projects that are due to related releases, notably abstraction by orbit. Anat, uh, which came in at number 13 on seven-day volume, 5,800 Tez. Not crazy. I think that's about 10 to 11 pieces that sold over there, but that is the artist who is uh, coming out with the next art blocks Curated drop that will be coming out very soon, in a couple of days. Squiggles, you got any updates for us?
1: The overall volume has been pretty steady. I don't see any sort of significant sales um but you're you're looking at you know roughly 258 uh, eth over the the duration of the last seven days 17 sales in total so i mean it's just a slow trickle um, but nothing particularly of note it's just a you know proven out to be that uh, cornerstone you know Almost like a, a Gen Art stable coin here, keeping it keeping it simple.
0: That's right. The floor is at about thirteen ether. It's been holding pretty steady. Squiggles, squiggles are squiggles. Uh, they've been very consistent, which is great to see, or at least at at worst they're consistent. All right, let's jump into some of the stories. So the first story that I wanted to talk through and apologies to people listening, Jared had to step out for a minute, is talking about some of these large sales that have happened. So the big one that we were alluding to a little bit earlier is they was there was a massive 182 ether sale in anticyclone. It was a Danny who's known as seed phrase who is a big generative art collector uh, certainly as of late and uh, they bought Anticyclone I believe it was number 470 which is my favorite Anticyclone it is beautiful it is a night guide 1 bought it on OpenSea so congratulations to William uh, he probably received a nice chunk of change or whenever those royalties get trickle through 182 ether that's two hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars as of today, and the prior all-time high was, I believe, it was thirty-seven ether, which was also by Danny. So fantastic! This was my favorite anti-cyclone, so I was a little bit sad to see it go. The the story I'll tell everybody for, for anyone who cares: I was when anti-cyclone got released, somebody was flipping this on secondary for one point five ether. The mint was about one ether, and I was literally waiting for the money to transfer into my hot wallet in order to purchase it. In that time, somebody scooped it up for 1.5, flipped it very quickly for 15, and here we are at 182. So some pain there for me, but fantastic to see in the collection and really happy for William and everybody involved for that. And Jared also mentioned this very large RGB cellular, elementary cellular automaton sale. So this was the first collection on FX Hash, it was created by the uh, founder of FX Hash, named Safar, and it was token number one. So it was the first FX Hash uh, purchase, and I don't know what the prior all-time high was for that, but it was quite a bit lower. That was purchased for about thirty thousand Tezos, So really, really big sales happening out there in the generative art world, despite the market. Now I'll go on to our second story. And uh, hopefully Jared can come back for that because there is really some interesting, some interesting nuances to it. So let me give you the backstories. This is a generative fashion project by G Money. So G Money is an early influencer, I believe, a member of uh, Flamingo DAO, and by influencer I mean he's vocal, he's a builder in the space, he has his own community called Admit One. And he's really trying to push the the luxury brand angle for Web3. Uh, And this was one of the first experiments there. It's called Iteration 2. They had an Iteration 1, which escapes me exactly what that was. But this was in Art Basel, Miami. And you could go in real life and get a mint of a Chromie Squiggle T-shirt. What what is a Chromie Squiggle T-shirt? These t-shirts have linear chromy squiggles, so without any of the up and down motion and undulations that you see in squiggles. But otherwise, the algorithm was exactly the same, meaning you also got a variety of rarities on these. Some people had slinkies, some people had uh, fuzzies, some people even had, I think there was even a hyper pipe and a hyper ribbed that got minted. So really interesting collectability and uh, you know I, I'm gonna have to let's see if I can find exactly uh, how many of these there were, but I believe there was something. So they're trading on secondary at a half ether floor. There are 557 of these. So actually, not very many of these. And uh, yeah, it feels it feels a little bit cheap. It's it's but you know who knows? This just came out. It's very new. Could this be the start of generative fashion? It's unclear. And I myself was there watching this. What was really cool is that you would mint it. And then right then and there, they would take that image and print it onto your shirt. So in that way, it was generative fashion. And another thing that's really cool is all of these shirts have POAPs on them. So for people who don't know, POAP is a proof of attendance protocol. It is essentially an NFT that you get by physically tapping your phone Onto a, uh, I don't know what the technology is called, but it's the same technology that you use to pay with your phone for anywhere where you would use a credit card, uh, Apple Pay, et cetera, that type of technology. It might be RFID or something like that. Regardless, in this case, the shirt is the NFT. So, in order to claim the NFT, you have to tap on the shirt. Well, could somebody go and claim the NFT? Sure, they could. But what matters is the shirt physically itself. So, if somebody runs up behind you, sneaks up behind you, claims your shirt, that's fine. They can do that, but you can just claim it right back. Really interesting mechanic, really interesting way to try to make that physical the unique NFT and of course this mix of generative fashion and generative art, the Chromie squiggle algorithm itself. A lot that's really interesting there. And let's, you know, let's follow it. Interesting to see where it goes. Next up, great art at great prices. We have four for you today. The first one that I want to highlight is Metropolis IX or Metropolis Nine by Murat Te. So this is a FX Hash collection. It is there are two hundred forty three pieces. They're beautiful, very colorful, really a, a fantastic variety of outputs and quite vibrant, I would say. I'm a big fan of these. The floor price is currently 20 Tezos. And for anyone who's new, with great art at great prices, we're we're trying to highlight art that is definitely less than $500, $500 US dollars, and art that we really like and we think is beautiful, art that you can buy without having to stress about is the price going to go up or not. Truly Just buy it and forget about it. So we don't have any sort of expectations that these will increase in value. Some of them may. Some of them may go down in value. Point is, you can collect, you can enjoy the art, and you can have a great time doing it. The next one I wanted to highlight is called A space for Teori. So this was a collaboration between Thomas Noya and Tender X, 500 pieces. 39 Tezos floor. This was a relatively new one. This one came out on December 6th, 39 Tezos floor. Again, pretty art. Really, it almost looks like a, think like Jackson Pollock-esque with the lines on the palette, except they look like lights. They don't look like paint. And it's a beautiful aesthetic. I, I quite enjoy these. And so check them out, see if you like them. Do not own any of those. And I should go back with our disclosures. Uh, I do not own any Metropolis. I did get one of the nine DCC shirts and I do own Anticyclone. Do not own RGB cellular, uh, elementary cellular automata. The next project I wanted to highlight, great art at a great price, is called Tangentium by Collapsar Beauty. So this also recently launched this came out on December 3rd, minted at a 10 tezos floor, so quite a low floor. Floor is currently now 155 tezos. A little bit surprising because this artist, although we highlighted them at great art at great prices, we mentioned uh, Nebula, comma Solitude, their collection they had before. That has a 70 tezos floor. They didn't really have uh, such high-priced items before, but they are very beautiful. They look... Almost like, so they all have black backgrounds. They look a little bit like QBB's art. Uh, When you zoom in, you can tell it's a different style, but they look like little cells uh, for any biology fans out there. So we thought they were cute, thought they were beautiful, thought they were fun, thought you might enjoy them. Check them out. Hope you like them. The last great art at great prices that we want to highlight is Ephemera by MJ Lindau. This one was launched back in October 15th, 2022. There are 111 of these. The floor price is 280 Tezos. Very beautiful. Uh, So MJ Lindau, he's a fantastic artist. We had the pleasure to meet him in Marfa, Texas. Really thoughtful, really trying to be the best he can be and, and for his collectors as well, which was refreshing. Not refreshing, but really nice to see. Refreshing is not the right word there. Ephemera is, you know, they're images that are somewhat cartoony, but of nature, they're quite beautiful, really excellent usage of colors and background uh, variations that I, I find great. And part of the reason we want to highlight MJ Lindau is because when this airs on Tuesday the 13th, there will be a drop with MJ in Grayler's Dow, which we are excited about. And uh, we're excited about MJ in general. We think that art is also great. Check it out. Hope you enjoy it. Our next segment is exciting upcoming drops. First one I wanted to highlight. As always, Artblocks continues to move. The next Artblocks curated project is called Dipolar by Junia Farquhar. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Really interesting stuff. 256 pieces. Starting Dutch auction of uh, 15 Ether. Don't think it'll go that high. Resting price is zero point three, so it is going to launch on December fourteenth at one p.m. Eastern. And the images here are they they kind of follow their physics. They they remind me a little bit of the uh, the the great late oh my gosh I'm blanking on his name the physicist. Anyways in in dipolar. It looks like a lot of magnetic rays just sort of radiating out of the piece. And the uh, I can't believe I I can't believe I can't remember the name of the scientist Jared. I hope, hope everything's okay. But we we're talking about dipolar here with Junia Farquhar and Richard Feynman. It finally came to me. People love Richard Feynman. So he won a Nobel Prize in physics, but also he is well known for creating the images and the the symbols in a lot of physics teaching. And this artwork reminds me of that. I will admit, I, I didn't have a chance to get into the staging. Did you have a chance to look at these and see what any of the outputs might look like, Jared?
1: I have not jumped into it with the uh, the sick kids in balancing life. It has not uh, been very good for me to to dive in, but I hope so shortly, maybe tonight.
0: No problem. No problem. And, and and at the end we can circle back and, and talk a little bit about the nine DCC stuff because I know I know you have some thoughts on that. Uh, but maybe you want to tell folks about this next GM Dow release.
1: I think the the so it's really interesting to me that the that the it was announced so December seventeenth, GM Dow will be releasing its new, um, its new oh, called. It, Series and it's going to be five hundred and fifty-five pieces, so that's obviously less than the total amount of tokens that it is. So, if you are hearing this before uh, before the release on the seventeenth, please go in. You have to register your token for eligibility in the raffle. So, I find it uh, very interesting that they're they're going to do less than the amount of tokens. But if you are fortunate enough to get a mint, it'll be 0.25 You know, I. I thought this is a. I think it's very attractive, personally speaking. I think that it's a a mix, in my opinion, between, um. I'll call it screens and kind of the geometric complexity of Ori. I know it's not like a direct replication of Ori, but I felt that um, uh, it was it was a really good algorithm, in my opinion. So I'm looking forward to it and. I think that it's going to be uh interesting to see how this uh is is welcomed by the community especially since the uh there's been such a big pause between catharsis and this one
0: yeah they look quite interesting and and so the name here is apollo and it's by asaf sluk who uh has has some interesting work from before i think that people really like these GM studio drops. I mean, I, I feel like they're quite popular, uh, despite, you know, they don't get the, the crazy valuations that you might see in Art Blocks curated. But yeah, I mean, this, this is a known artist. It's an FX hash artist. Uh, last one, Catharsis, was a relatively unknown artist to the, the Web3 world. And I think that you know, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see as we sort of get to the bottom of this bear market or maybe are turning the corner, certainly in the gen art standpoint, how GM Studio does. And I know that there's been a lot of interest there, especially with Phrase going in and, and clearing out a bunch of their collections. So would be curious to see how that one goes.
1: Yeah, I think the attention is there. I mean, I've been DMing with a couple people about the acquisition of a GM Dow token to just for this. I mean, I really think it's a, an interesting business play. Honestly, I look at it as almost like a reoccurring revenue. You know, you mint this thing for 0.25 ETH, you know, over the course of, you know, the drop, maybe the first couple hours, it usually has a tendency to shoot up to to an ETH. I know I bought a couple uh the catharsis that I like in that area, even though it shot down again. So Fontana, or Fontana, uh, Fractura, it went Ballistic, so you know I think that there's a, a real interesting play if you're looking at it for the long term. If you look at the greater GM DAO token, but this one, as you said, Apollo will be interesting to see if if GM can keep up that momentum. I'm I'm very confident that they can, and it's I'm excited for this one personally.
0: Me too. It looks beautiful, and I'm very excited to see how the market receives it. Drive a side. This is another one you want to talk about.
1: Yeah, this is one that's coming. It's going to be in Art Blocks. It's not curated, but in Art Blocks released by I, Ryan Bell. You know, he's an artist in Grailers and also in Proof, but, you know, really established artist, uh, in my opinion, whose work um, is very well collected the, the drop itself won't be until January 11th. So it's, you know, a month out from today's recording date. But overall, you know, the reason why I bring it up is that it presents a really good opportunity because it will be sitting at roughly a 0.1 ETH floor. And I think this is his first art blocks release. So I, you know, even though it's not curated, I still think that You know, great art is great art and looking at some of the initial outputs, it's everything that you've come to love and appreciate from Ryan Bell. And I think that uh, it's actually taken it to a little bit of a, I'll call it next level. So overall, super excited for um, drive colon a side and I Ryan Bell's release coming up on art blocks.
0: Yeah. And and let's see what happens with this 0.1 ether fixed price. Uh, I have a feeling they they may change it since a lot of things have been getting botted. Uh, I mean, those are Dutch auctions. So this would definitely get botted.
1: Uh, let's yeah, see. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about like, I mean, that's a whole nother issue. I mean, Artblocks needs to step in and, and figure out the bot control. I mean, you and I talk a lot. I'm part of the sneaker. I love the sneaker game. And I mean, just a simple capture slows a lot of this stuff down. Throw somebody for a, a turn, you know, every once in a while, but
0: yeah, oh, I'm. I'm, sure. I'm. I'm sure we'll be talking about this in our next episode because it is. Uh, it is getting. Uh, people are getting frustrated, but we will. We will save that for next time. Let's hit artists to highlight. First one I want to highlight. We talked about briefly. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the names. Artifice. Uh, yes, Artifice. So this is by Tyvek. So who is Tyvek? Great question. In fact, that is the question. So. Tyvek is an anonymous artist. Nobody quite knows who they are. They've released three collections on FXHash. First one was called Commune that minted on October 11th, 2022. If you go on FXHash and you click on an artist page, you can click on something called articles. And Tyvek did something cool. They released an article on December 7th when they were talking about how they were at Art Basel. They hid like four one-of-ones somewhere. Three of them were found. They're dropping hints as to who they are. Nobody really knows. It's clear an artist in the ecosystem, but there's certainly some intrigue from that standpoint, which is always great. On top of that, Artifice and their other collections are, are quite beautiful, and uh, Artifice has been really going on a run. It's It, it just launched, oh, when was it? A few days ago. Uh, my FX hash here is uh, having some problems. Uh, there we go. December 7th, it launched, so five days ago now at a 370 Tezos floor. Full disclosure, both the Jarrett's Fund, uh, 8 Nap, and myself are owners of this collection. But yeah, the art is beautiful. The story's great. I I really want to know who it is, but I kind of hope they don't ever reveal it. I think it might even be better that way.
1: Yeah, it's like that balance. Like you you want to know, but at the same time, uh, the half of the intrigue is just this mystery.
0: Yeah, yeah, super cool. So wanted to highlight Ty Beck, Keep an eye on that. Um, I secondly wanted to highlight Tyler Boswell, who is probably best known for his collection September on uh, FX Hash, who also did an in-person free mint in Art Basel, which was really cool and great to see in general. Folks doing that and, and putting out free price points. So, just wanted to say, don't forget about him. Don't sleep on him. Do you want to talk about Rich Pool? I know I put him up here, Jared, but. I know you're you're a big fan.
1: Yeah, I'm a huge Rich Pool fan. I think that uh, you know when we look at community and engagement, uh, Rich is definitely next level. He puts out a, a lot of art, and I was trying to pull up some of his projects uh, right now. But you know, I'm I'm a big fan of a lot of his FX hash work. Um, I own full disclosure, probably the majority of his projects, except for, <laughs> except for Equia, <laughs> sadly. Um, but, you know, overall, I think that there's really great art. Uh, I really love his project scaffold. Um, I think it's an amazing thing that he's doing. He's a GM Dow um, artists just all over the place. And overall, you know, you can still pick up some of his pieces for that, like 20 Tez um, price point that are pretty, pretty attractive. So I would uh, definitely check him out. I think that there's a lot of potential there, especially given the amount of attention that he is receiving as a result of uh, aqueo
0: Yeah, and don't forget to check out Gen.art. I mean, he has Toha over there. He has Coripo over there. And uh, I forget which one was with GM Studios. Is that Kakano or is that Coripo?
1: That might be Coripo. That was Coripo. That's great.
0: So Kakano is probably the one at Gen.art. Sorry, I, I can't remember all the ones that start with K. And exactly where they launched from.
1: And he uh, even has like a little, uh, one of his first projects was actually like a, a squiggle kind of like parody oh yeah. on FX hash. So, you know, Those at first cool. I I was a little bit opposed to it because I just wasn't familiar with him. But it, it was definitely not done as, a, uh, as anything other than, you know, kind of like a parody project. So it's called Twiggle. Um, yeah. And then while we got it up, the two other that I'm like really fascinated with uh, is one called Strata. And yeah, I think the, the, there's some really beautiful outputs in there. And, you know, looking at the the Strata floor, for example, you're sitting at roughly uh, 30, 30 Tes. So amazing art at an incredible price point.
0: Yeah. And actually, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, or sorry, I wanted to go back to I Ryan Bell really quickly because they have a project called Sprocket SP Rocket Factory on FX hash. It's actually one of the top, it's in top 30 all-time secondary sales. And that could be something to watch. I could see that starting to run a little bit as uh, their release on art blocks comes up, but uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of speculation, but it's really cool art. Like I actually really like these, the variety is fantastic. Yeah.
1: There. The sprocket factory has like some amazing outputs. Um, and some of them, what's really interesting about that particular project is that, you know, the, when you track the sales, a lot of them don't, actually come off the floor people are like seeking these really beautiful outputs and paying up for them i mean the uh, ryan bell's and he's super active too in both communities so um beautiful beautiful work there
0: yeah all right uh let's let's bring this home we, we may have to save the 90 cc thoughts jared because I, I have the heart stop today but let's uh let's let's bring this home Art to watch. The first one I wanted to start out with was uh, something called abstracto by Santiago. So this was a a grayler approached me. And uh, this actually launched on December 9th. I believe the auction is still going on. We can check it right now. But this is an NFT collection of a thousand artworks uh, from a 16 year old nonverbal. I'm not sure if he has Down syndrome or autism uh, or perhaps both. But uh, this this was his release. I thought it was a great story. Um, the the art is great as well it looks like it's it's still minting and it's resting at 0.2 ETH. so we'll link to that check it out uh see if it resonates with you and yeah i just wanted to make sure we highlight that and uh maybe i can hand it over to you jared to talk about anti-cyclones and your your thoughts there
1: yeah i flirted with it on the introduction but you know seed phrase Paid 182 ETH, which just about rocked everybody in the Gen art community for arguably uh, one of the best um, anti-cyclones it, in the. Class. It was the
0: cover of our very first episode.
1: It was. I, I mean, it's 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 so notable. I mean, it it's the one that we talked about having like the psychedelic velvet poster, you know, from from a an old head shop type thing. It's it just. It's so iconic um, and a great collector provenance through Trill, but amazing, amazing piece. Anyways, what what does that do? I think it brings attention. And I I think there's this particularly unique set of circumstances where you have a a relatively thin floor. I mean, there's only three pieces below 12 ETH. um, And then it basically goes up to like 16 and then 18 and then parabolic from there. So... You know, I, I I haven't seen it over the last couple of days. You know, people are not buying, but it's just something to keep attention to. You know, I'm upon um, the other play there is I've been tracking dragons and the ratio of a, a cost of a dragon in USD relative to a uh, anti-cyclone. And so if that floor skyrockets, then dragons become, um, I would call it very attractive from a price point, especially the amount of quality pieces within... 30% of the floor right now. So I'm rambling on, but it's a, uh, it's, it's something to, that I'm keeping, you know, sadly two of the deals I had, uh, fell through. So, uh, other than my personal long-term vault, uh, I don't have any anti-cyclone exposure, but definitely do have some dragons, but anyways, anticyclone looks like a, it feels like a very unique opportunity that, um, you know, even sitting in the proof discord, I've, A lot of people are starting to FOMO and try to bring pull some ETH together to to have an entry point. So really intriguing support at that 10,000 USD, I'll call it line in the sand, and thin floor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And to your point about dragons, I think more of those are going to come on sale as people have hit the one-year mark. So U.S.-based folks uh, can now get a lower tax bracket if they have a profit on, on something after a year. All right. So let's get folks out here on the last one I wanted to highlight is Rituals-Venice. This was a, it was a Bright Moments collection that dropped with art blocks, I want to say. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I think Bright, Bright Moments was involved. Uh, but either way, it's a thousand items. And Aaron Penny is an artist. And, well, they're both artists, but Aaron Penny is a visual artist. Beretta is a generative musical artist and a DJ. He's a part of Glitch Mob. I don't listen to this kind of music, I got to be honest with you, but um, he is a real musician and uh, he has been for many, many years, well over a decade. And he performed in Art Basel. It was fantastic. It was really cool, Jared. I I haven't even told you about it, but they had all these screens set up and he had a stage and the music was synchronized with the generative art in the background, including some of uh, his own art. So just really loved it I think he's really talented I think that the music space uh, you know it's it's still in early days but this mix of generative music and generative art was I I thought quite well done and fantastic so with that I want to thank everybody for tuning in again we'll get our tweet thread out we'll get our newsletter out we'll have another episode recorded later on this week to to kind of catch up there's always so much going on that we could probably do honestly one of these a day Uh, but both due to in real life and the fact that probably nobody wants to hear that much gen art, we don't. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. We're at collectors underscore XYZ. Jared, where can folks find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore pause P-O-Z. I'm in just about every gen art Discord as J underscore pause. Um, feel free to DM me if, just like with P, if you're looking for anything, we're here to help and make your journey a little bit more pleasant than you anticipated.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again. Good to see you as always. Thanks everybody for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye.